happy birthday. Yeah, happy Let's birthday, go. baby. Thank okay. you, guys. I actually feel really good until Morales played that little bite there, which thank you very I, I, much, I will, Morales. I will, I will defend you on that every single time. Christian Bale, not that good. You know, it's just, just a fact. So. Thank you. Thank you. And Val Kilmer, maybe not better than Christian Bale. Probably not. That was an overstatement. That was an overstatement, but, but it was all about Michael Keaton. The whole thing yes. was about Michael Keaton. Yes. But I do feel really good today. Thank you very much for the birthday wishes. Also, Laura brought me Portos. Okay, but you know, okay, so I feel really bad. What does her feel bad about? They were delicious. <laughs> Hold on. Could you please explain to the people what those are? Not yeah, everybody what knows what these bougie snacks are. Okay, they're not bougie. So I wanted to go get Greg a birthday cake because Sweet. I love Very birthdays, nice. right? But they were like, sorry, we're sold out. And I was like, okay, I'll get cookies. So I bought these dulce de leche cookies that Portos has. And I'm not the biggest fan because they're a little too sweet for me, but Greg seemed to love them. But I got outshined by Briones because he brought in bucanas and pizza. Bucanas. For those of you who don't know what Bucanas is, Greg, please explain. It. Wait, isn't Bucanas the group that was playing at SoFi this past weekend that you wanted tickets to, Laura? <laughs> Los oh, Bukis. Los Bukis. I gotta go. I'm gonna walk out of the studio. That would have been funny even if that wasn't even close to the name. You know what I'm saying? Like if you'd just been making that up as an aside as the band, that would have been there. She literally left laughed. the room. She That's absolutely great. left the room right now. So but Greg. What what are you gonna so Buchan now I'm saying it Bucanas what is Bucanas Bucanas is Buchanan's Scotch and it's weird to say Scotch in a Spanish accent but <laughs> that's what that's what they call it it's very popular for them and they say Bucanas but yes it was a bottle of Bu- Buchanan Scotch from that was 12 years old really really delicious smells great I haven't had a chance to try it yet but I will oh be that's tonight. unfortunate you're gonna have to crack that thing open and see yeah I can I can crack it open tonight <laughs> very well. Very well. All right, let me let me ask you a question, Greg. Today's your birthday. Happy yes, birthday. Sir, Glad you. you're here at work. I, I have an issue with people who take their birthday off from work. I, I don't really understand that whole thing where people are like, it's my birthday. I'm taking the day off from work. I'm like, okay, all right, do your thing. Um, Clinton, Never. what do you think? Are you, are you pro it depends. Your birth- I mean, we have a great job where we get to express who we are and do fun things. So, like, you know, it's a little different, I think, for us because, like, yeah, you get to go on the radio and people get to call you up and say this. But if you're, you know, getting yelled at by the guy for his TPS reports five days a week or, you know, shoveling mulch, like, I, I get it. It depends very much on your career path. But me, I'm not a big – I mean, I'm 40 years old now, you know. I'm a man. Taking my birthday off, it's not the move unless I'm going to actually do something other than just, you know – sit around and look at myself and you know in my house so yeah i get it you know what i mean but i do commend greg for coming in today yeah well, i'm greg, always gonna come in yeah I i've mean, never I, taken a birthday off right i don't no. take birthdays off i'm like all right it's my birthday great i love birthdays and i'm good with birthdays but i don't need to take the day off necessarily now i don't know the answer to this and clinton i want to know if you know it um do you know how old corporate greg bergman is today i do because i asked him last time i was uh in studio okay i do not know I do not take know a guess. I am actually really curious to how old you think I am. Okay. All right. Let me God. think about it. It's going to be around 57. We're on the rails. We're on the rails. <laughs> losing control of the wheel. Please take a guess. All right. Here goes. Let me just, but I'm just going to tell you, you know how like sometimes if, uh, if you were at a carnival and they were going to guess your weight, you know, you'd up and down somebody, you take a look at them. Um, are you allowed to do that in 2021? Are they still allowed to have that? I'm not even sure. Um, okay, Greg, I carnivals? know that you, yeah, you are. Carnivals aren't really happening like that anymore. Oh, well, they were. All right. Affairs. How about a fair? How about that? Um, all right, Greg, I know that you were married. I, I know was. that you've been divorced. I know yep. that you have a child, Correct. right? 
I know that you are grown man enough to grow an actual beard, which I am very yes. jealous of. Okay. Uh, I try you've been to make in the business. Nice. Been in the business for I don't know. I think probably close to twenty years. Close right? nineteen. Okay. Yep. All right. I'm going to guess that Greg Bergman is thirty-nine years old. Very, very close. Very close. That's a good. Very guess. close. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight yeah, years old. Overshot yeah. it by a year. Yep. Now, by one year. My follow-up question is going to be this. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Oh, look at this. They brought me a cake. Happy birthday. Oh, this is this For is too much. I actually feel really good right now. Bill. This is amazing. Right we set this bit up so that Greg would have a cake coming. That was what we call a deek. Thank you, guys. That's very, very, nice. very sweet. Very nice. Thank you. See, los bookies. So please describe what the cake looks like, and thank you, Laura. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Jorge. Yeah, Rebecca Womble also helped out on this. Thank you very much. It looks like it is a bla- uh, red velvet cake. It is a red velvet cake. Uh, well, red I love red velvet cake. Oh. And it, it says happy birthday frosting? on it. It's, it's got a, is it cream cheese frosting? I don't know. It's got a white frosting on top of it and a nice yes. oh, yeah, flower, pretty flower on top. It is oh, a cream well, cheese frosting. I mean, that sounds flower delicious. For- for you know, a lovely young man like yourself. Yes. Well, thank yeah, you, Scott. Can you Scott. describe that bottle of bucanas? <laughs> no, we, we did that already. We, we did see that where his mind Thank you, is. Jorge. Yeah. <laughs> so the question I was going to ask you is this, which is at 38, <laughs> you're at that point where, like, you know, how the wishes come in are very different than it used to be. You know, when you're a kid, you go to school, probably your homeroom throws you something. When you're in high school, you might not get to school. You get wasted with your friends. When you're in college, it's the biggest deal in the world for an entire weekend. But when you're an adult, it kind of changes in terms of like how many people hit you up, what kind of wishes come in, where are you at on that at this stage? So I think that all they, they need to, if you're friends and all that, they need to come in through the phone, through at least through a text message, right? I'm asking you. What do you desire? It's yeah, I, I, I desire a text message. I desire or a phone call. Like I have friends, and it's very interesting to me because I'm getting a lot of a lot of love on Facebook, but well, I don't go on Facebook. Yeah, hold on. We had this conversation about a week ago, and I got Facebook shamed for being an old guy who still uses Facebook. And you very specifically said you don't use Facebook. I don't. As a matter of fact, you went back and you found the last time I think you posted was like February of 2019. Something, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, it was something crazy like that. So yeah, I mean, I don't mind if it's people that are in the business or people that you know your your acquaintances with or friendly with. Yeah. That's okay. But if it's somebody that you know I've gone to drinks with, I've gone to dinner with, I've partied with and has my number and we text on a semi-regular basis, don't do hit, Facebook. Yeah, hit me on hit me on my phone. That's all, <laughs> so that, you know, like that hurts your feelings a little bit. So, so it's kind of like cuz you know what happens on Facebook. Clinton, do you use Facebook at all? I'll get into that in a second, but go ahead. Okay. All right. Let me just say this. Here's what happens on Facebook. Everybody's birthday pops up. So then I, on the receiving end, get a notification. Hey, your friend, Greg Bergman, it's his birthday today. And then, by the way, there's 10 other people's birthday. So then I have to decide, do I want to say, happy birthday, Greg, send. Next, happy happy birthday, Glenn. Next, happy, and then happy birthday to Steve. I'm like, eh. You know what? I don't really want to wish Steve a happy birthday. Forget about him. But then what happens is the next day you go onto Facebook and here's what everybody says. Thank you so much. I am so blessed. What a wonderful life I have. Thank you for sending me all of these birthday wishes. And you know what? I'm not saying it's insincere. It's the beauty of one of the features of Facebook, which is they remind everybody that it's your birthday to the point where you're like, how the hell does everybody know it's my birthday? But Greg, to your point, 
If I look on there and I see that it's somebody's birthday, I'm like, do I want to say it on Facebook or do I want to reach out to them directly? And if it's somebody that I'm relatively close to. This is so long. I, I, go, I go the other way. Okay. I, now I will, the, I will go directly to them. The thing is, is that you're, you're, you're operating in a different sphere than I think Greg and I are because most of the people you know are using Facebook regularly. Now, to reply to what you're saying, I use Facebook for pretty much two things. Work, which is basically only to remind my parents that they can remind their friends what I do there. And number two, exactly what you're saying, to remind me of birthdays so that I can go text somebody or send them an email. But the other thing I do is this. If I get on, I check Facebook every morning for this exact reason. If I get on there and I see somebody who I know and I care about whose birthday it is, I'll go add it to my actual Google calendar so that yearly reminders happen there. I'm weeding myself off of the Facebook system. And the second step of that is, frankly, if it's somebody I haven't talked to and I'm never going to talk to ever again or don't want to talk to ever again, who I happen to be classmates with, I don't know, we took a sprint course you know, in 2004 and we're still friends, I delete them as a friend, straight up. You know what I'm saying? I have culled my whole operation around the birthdays. And I think, Greg, you might, might be in the same boat. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's just odd. Like, I, I'm getting people, <laughs> like friends, friends of mine that I, he's, like, passed out at my house. We've gone partying. <laughs> We've had, like, a really, was one of my best friends who I'm going to dinner with tonight. It's his brother, and we were really good friends for a long time. Hit me on Facebook. Mm. And I was like, "You think that's bad form?" I don't, yes. weird. He texted yeah. me two days ago about his fantasy football lineup. <laughs> it's definitely weird, and that's the right. thing because yeah. if you're not using Facebook on any regular basis, and by using, I don't just mean perusing. I mean like actually engaging with people. It's odd to even think. You know what I'm saying? Like, would you send somebody at this day and age like a like a birthday card? Probably not. No, you know what no. I'm saying like See, it's along I the think, same kind of lines. I yeah. think there's a pressure though, Greg, that you're not. You're not anticipating from the other side. He sees that your birthday is today, and if he doesn't say happy birthday on Facebook, while other people may have, Mm-mm. he may feel like, I'm kind of compelled. I have to say something because it popped <laughs> no. up, and I have no. to say something. I don't, no? I don't think anybody no. under 50 thinks that way, man. Okay, like, well, remember, I'm 50, just barely 50 plus. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, as a Facebook game is not like the birthday thing on Facebook. Because the other problem is this, Greg, is that the hassle of having to go through and like all of the happy birthdays, oh, not for me. So, oh. yeah, it's a, I, I absolutely do it. I go, I like and say thank you to every single one of them every Same. single year. Same. What a sweetheart. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's... You got to do it. You yeah, do. you got to do, do it. because And it also should be... If they if they took the time to say it to you, you should be able to say thank you back to them. Agreed. But it's, it's also... I mean, to Clinton's point, I'm not a guy that is constantly posting things so nobody's gonna ever think like oh you didn't say it to greg today that was really rude of you they're gonna they're not even gonna think about they're it not it's not gonna come it's not even gonna come up right. but when Pops if i get up. a text message it becomes a much bigger thing like oh thank you so much it's great i really appreciate you coming directly to me i mean i think that means a lot so you think facebook happy birthday is insincere and disingenuous no no Whoa. absolutely not don't put words in my yeah, mouth i want to make lot. sure i'm clear no 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 clear. it's only with people that i i like i have a a relationship with like a really good relationship where we text on on the regular maybe every couple months or have gone out and actually had meals together or drinks together or anything like that if it's somebody that you know like i worked with when i was over at another station totally fine sure absolutely i get it Mm -hmm. i totally get it i totally understand why i feel terrible right now because i have a friend of mine one of my college football teammates 
and uh, he lives in North Carolina, and his son just moved out here to Pasadena, and his son, you know, just texted me the other day because he wanted to connect, and I love this kid, and uh, and I saw his name pop up on Facebook as today was his birthday, so I wished him happy birthday on Facebook. I feel awful. Now I'm going to have to text the guy at the commercial break. You should. Yeah. You, you definitely yeah. should. <laughs> Say, hey, sorry for being the old guy. Here's a real birthday wish. That's all Yeah, but I mean, he's an old guy, too. His son is? His son? No, no, no. The guy. The dad. Oh, the, go- the yeah, dad. It's whatever. the dad's Again, birthday? two different yeah. things when you're operating on Facebook regularly versus when you're not. That's all I'm saying. It's true. Hmm. D- different demographics. I think I, myself. I think a lot of our <laughs> listeners are on Facebook. I can tell you that right now. I'm, sh- I'm sure there are a lot of them. But overall, thank you all. We can move past this. But thank you all very much <laughs> for the birthday wishes. Nightmare. Honestly, I feel extremely loved. I did not expect any any of the things that are happening today. So thank you okay. very much. I'm I'm very I'm a very bad liar. Did I at least kind of pull it off that I didn't bring a cake? I didn't think you did. Yay! I thought it was the Portos. I I was totally fine with the Portos. Yay! Hey, so what about the bottle of Bucanas? <laughs> Get out. Oh, strike three. You're out. Get out. <laughs> out. Uh, all right. Clinton, thank you, Jorge. Did, did, you give, did you give Greg a birthday gift today, Clinton? No. Yeah. Um, neither did I. Mm. But, Greg, I, I mm-hmm. want to at least tell you about the birthday gift that I wanted to give you. Okay. Because they Sweet. say it's the thought that counts, right? It is. It is the thought that counts. Okay. So I didn't execute, but I thought of it. <laughs> He did. Okay. You were thinking about it. That is a big deal to me. All so right. thank okay. you. Go, Scott. Right. Let me see if it's the same one because you had two. Okay. Well, wait. Just hold that thought because I want to come right back and I want to mm-hmm. tell Greg about these great birthday gift ideas that the thought that counted, but but the execution didn't exactly work out. You ready to chill? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. All right. Hold on. We'll, we'll come right back. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> uh, Morales is just, just waiting to take those shots. Yeah. Just waiting to take those shots. Clinton Yates is in the house for Sedano this week. How we doing? And it is Corporate Greg's birthday. All right, Corporate Greg. Yes, sir. I'm starting to get a little emotional. Oh, really? Jorge's still talking about the Bacanas. Is it the cake? Is it the is it the scotch? What, what is it's, all, it's all it's all of it, man. It's I I was expecting you to just come to work and be a normal day of work. It's I've been here for five years. There's never been anything like this. This is uh it's it's very you nice. didn't have me. I, I love birthdays. It's true. <laughs> I'm just saying. You didn't have me. I love birthdays. Ask Michael Thompson. <laughs> it's all very sweet and thank you. Wow, there's like real emotion going on here right now. You have so you're going to say, Greg, Cap? Right? Yeah. What's good? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Greg, I must admit uh, I'm not in studio today. We were together last Friday at Hollywood Park Casino, and uh, today is your birthday, and Laura and I were talking about this on Monday, that today would be your birthday, and I had a great idea for a birthday gift for you. And if it's the thought that counts, I'd like to share that idea with you. And if it's not the thought that counts, but it's actually the gift itself, then I'm not going to share it with you because then I didn't pull it off. Do it. 
the the thought the thought counts as long as it's not a half eaten open bag of almonds. <laughs> That is not the birthday gift. I would have gotten you a brand new bag, not open <laughs> and uneaten, okay? Um, Clinton, you know that Greg has a tattoo on his forearm, right? I do. And you know what that tattoo is of? I forget. All right. It is a, a microphone, and it has Vin Scully's autograph on his arm. That's right. Yeah. So I thought what would be super cool, especially right now as the Dodgers are like in this insane race where over the last two nights, the Giants have lost two straight, the Dodgers have won two straight, and this thing has gotten to a half a game with both teams playing tonight and then head-to-head this weekend. You know what I thought would have been a great birthday gift for Greg? An appearance on the show by his idol, Vin Scully. That would be awesome. You know, I have a story about Vin Scully on the show. He was on Mason in Ireland, and we were taping it. And we were getting to the end of it, and I picked up the phone to say goodbye to him, but I picked it up, and it cut him off and hung up on him. <laughs> I've heard that story before. I love that story. I've definitely so heard that. I, got a lot of, I got a lot of hell for hanging up on Vin Scully wow. a few years ago. Imagine, Cap, hey, I need you to say something nice and happy birthday to the guy that hung up on you on Mason. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know what I figured? I figured that on Friday after we found out about, what's the name of that website where you can buy Shop Vin, Vin Scully? ShopVinScully.com. You went so crazy for these Vin Scully t-shirts that I thought, you know what? Wouldn't it be cool if we got Vin Scully on the show today, right? So Laura and I are having this conversation. And Laura, do you recall kind of how this goes down? Yeah, so you said we should, and I said, I can't pull that off. (laughs) I was like, I don't got the juice for that. You said, let me make, uh, let me see what I can do. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually texted Mace, but never got a text back. Thanks, Mace. Um, (laughs) And yeah, I I did not pull that off, and I believe Scott didn't pull it off, unless he's going to put a magician thing up here right now. But I I am not. I I, know, you know why? And this is such a bad thing. So again, it's the thought that counts right like the idea was let's get vin scully to stop by the show today greg can tell him about which ones of his t-shirts he just bought he can tell him about which nfts he's gonna buy he can you know he can really you know kind of just tell vin how much he loves him and and what a great part of his life he is and maybe even show off his tattoo because now that vin's on twitter you could show him your tattoo and tweet it at him but um yeah i just kind of never really got it done i never (laughs) it's okay thank you for trying didn't put the uh the well, amount of effort that I, I don't think to. he even tried. No, I didn't actually. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Think you thought about you. it. You had you. The thought process actually, went through. Yeah. Oh my God, Scott! I actually texted Mace, and you didn't do anything but no. just put it out there. I know. I just kind of put it into the universe, expecting Vin to call me at some point, no. going, "Hey, it's That's Vin. Did you need me for something?" Yeah. Not how it works at all. It's Vin Scully. He don't know who Scott Kaplan is. Mm, I don't he know. don't know who half the people that love him are. And that's okay. It's Vince yeah. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, that was idea one. Now, Laura, you told me I had a second idea for yes. Greg's birthday, but I don't remember it. Oh, okay. So I thought the second one was cute. I just also didn't know how to pull that one off. <laughs> so you said it would be really cute if his daughter would call and talk to his dad on air and say happy birthday to him. That was that was a good idea. Oh, that would have been sweet. She yeah. called me. She t- she uh, FaceTimed me earlier. That was nice. She, oh, she didn't Facebook you. No, no, no. no. She <laughs> FaceTimed me. And I don't know if Laura, you've somehow got my ex-wife's phone number and went through that. No, that that is, would have been incredible. Yeah, no. See, I was like, okay, maybe I can ask people, 
But then it's just creepy, you know, to be like, yo, I need so-and-so's number because we want to pull this off. So I'm like, um, cake. <laughs> yeah, cake it that's is. Why, that's why cakes exist. Yeah, you know cake it saying? is. So you man. can just cake do that. Is. Sidebar, did, you, did anybody see Bachelor in Paradise, Paradise last night? Somebody threw a cake into a fire, something I've never seen before in my life. Never. Anyway. In a fire? Yeah. yeah. What Somebody got do? mad enough to throw a whole cake in a fire, and people oh, were man. like, yo, we were going to eat that. Wait, <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise? Is, is there a new season of The Bachelor that's on right now? Yeah, started oh. two weeks ago. BIP, baby. I don't know, man. I, last night I had on the Dodger game, the Giant game, the Padre game. I just got done watching the Padre game. I got on the Cincinnati Reds and the St. Louis Cardinals. You've gotten me completely, utterly addicted to this playoff race. And Bergman, I don't think you could get a better birthday gift than what you got last night, a come-from-behind win by the Dodgers, where you had Mookie make a spectacular catch in the outfield. You had him run the bases like he's on complete fire, man. I mean, the guy looks so fast and doesn't look, you know, hurt at all in terms of his hip, and he hits another home run. I mean, you're getting the birthday gift that you wanted and, frankly, kind of expected, which is the Dodgers now are right there with an opportunity this weekend, head-to-head against the Giants, to take over first place in the NL West. Yeah, I mean, if they win tonight and the Giants lose tonight, that is the greatest birthday gift I can get, and them being in first place as of tonight be amazing. And it was a great, great game last night. Clinton, you had a lot to think about that game. Yeah, I'm just watching Nick Castellanos went yard. He does this every time somebody in baseball is in trouble, and it's really funny. Anyway. <laughs> um, and there's a drive by Nick Castellanos. <laughs> that's literally what just happened in the middle of you telling that story. I'm like, I can't believe this. It was the second time of the game. Um, the thing for me last night, though, was that, look, I don't know how close we are to what the Dodgers are going to be this season, but I think that was close to the best that we've seen so far. You know what I'm saying? Like Mookie standing out in the field, Mookie standing out at the plate, Mookie standing out at the base paths is tremendous. We had Cody who got back into effect a little bit. I can see the look on your face right now, Greg, even though I'm not in the room. And we had Trey Turner who looked good as well. So I got everything I wanted from a fielding and a base running standpoint, but Again, I, I don't know what the peak peak is of this squad because of the injury situations and everything, but that last night was about as good. I don't know, and they also withstood sort of a late little comeback. I, I, I liked what I saw last night. That was a good game out of the Dodgers for I sure. I agree with you, by the way. I think that this is now you're starting to see now that Bellinger – look, and he's not hitting the way he had been. Okay, fine, but he's here. Seager is here. Betts is here. Um, you know, tonight, Scherzer. You mentioned Trey Turner. I mean, all these guys are now starting to be together, and this is, I think, what Dodger fans have been waiting for, not to mention, just by the way, um, trying in last night, then Jansen. So, you know, listen, I, I think all the way around, uh, you're, you're starting to see now what we were all waiting for when – when we were watching the Dodgers go, okay, well, Bellinger's out and Seager's out and Mookie's out and Kershaw's out and May got hurt. I mean, now we're starting to see what we thought we were going to see as it's coming together here at the beginning of September. What's your favorite play last night from Mookie, Greg? Which one was it? Ooh, I, I think the defensive play where he reached over. It was either that or okay. scoring from first. I think it was scoring from first for me. Yeah. Scoring from first pretty much every time is going to be impressive to me at the big league level. I don't care how many mistakes happen because just the hustle factor alone. People don't realize, yo, like in baseball you run – it's like interval training. You know what I'm saying? You're not necessarily always running for a long period of time. So when you have to get around the bags from first to third or really from anywhere first to anywhere where you got to take an extra base – yeah, you got you to breathe a little bit. They kept showing clips of him afterwards, and he's like, you know, sucking wind in the dugout, and people are like, oh, my goodness, like, look at him. I'm like, yeah, he's tired. That was a heck of a play, so yeah, I'm glad right. he's back up, and he, he looked 
good in terms of all the sort of I don't know the Knicks and so forth in terms of like you know the injuries. Man, he was he was moving very well for my taste. You know, he put on quite a show last night. Like you mentioned, big play in the outfield, incredible base running, another home run, blow a kiss to mom. I mean, it really was all good for Mookie last night. And tonight, here we go again, Dodgers, Braves. On the other hand, you got the Giants and the Brewers. And if both teams, the, pot, or the, the Giants and the Dodgers win, then it'll come down to this weekend series. If they were both to lose, obviously the same situation. But if the Giants lose and the Dodgers win, the Dodgers will go into this series with the lead. So a uh, lot of excitement right now around the Dodgers. All right, stick around, everybody. We're just getting rolling here on a Wednesday afternoon. Coming up next, time to play a game of overrated or underrated. That is next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thank you very much, Chris. All right, Clinton, birthday, birthday, birthday time. All right. Oh, you better be in this game. I am not in this game. I'm not going to put myself in the birthday game. Uh, But these are people that have the same birthday as me. Uh, Gloria Stefan or Dr. Phil? Uh, Dr. (laughs) Phil, wildly overrated. Dr. Phil, non-doctor. Dr. Phil, non-member of the handsome man community. And Dr. Phil, also, like, I mean... Do I recall that he's the reason? I mean, look, anybody who trafficked in the business of putting, like, random people on the air just to embarrass themselves, I'm not a big fan of. This this goes for Jerry Springer as well, even though I watch that show, like, every day in high school in the senior lounge. (laughs) Not a big fan of people who operate like that. So, yeah, Dr. Phil, wildly overrated. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, even if you thought Gloria Stefan was overrated, in comparison to Dr. Phil, I mean, she becomes completely underrated. Dr. Phil Lame. Is he still around? Is he still a thing, Dr. Phil? I, I, he's still with us, but I don't know that he's... Unfortunately, yes. I don't know that he's got a show anymore. I'm not, I haven't seen him anywhere in a while. So I was going to go around. with... Instead of Dr. Phil, I was going to go with Zendaya, but do you know who Zendaya is, Cap? Zendaya, the dude that was once no, on the American dude. No, Idol? No, no, you're out. You're out. You're out. Yeah, no, exactly. Not on American Let's Idol? Moving right along. No. Oh, that was Sanjaya. Big, oh, big, Sanjaya. Star. Yeah, no, no, no. And... <laughs> Gloria Stefan, I don't think could be overrated. Yeah, I'm not possible. Just saying. Cap. Really? Not possible. No. Not possible. There's no, no other human being that could have been on the other side of this that could have possibly made her overrated in this game. Not possible. Correct. Correct. Okay. Understood. All right. Let's do that conga. I was about to play that. Can you put me up for just a second, Laura? <laughs> yeah. There come it on. Is. I mean, has there has there been a wedding or a bar mitzvah you've been to in the last twenty years where everybody doesn't just grab each other by the hips and walk around the room doing the conga line? There has, but she's great. Yeah, you know, I like. Uh, 
Conga line, by the way, not a dance I've seen in a long time anywhere. That's yeah. that's 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 a that's a throwback. Five, six, seven times. Uh, <laughs> All, right. Uh. All right, let's go to the next yeah. one. <laughs> and it's not just her, it's her entire family. Just saying. Yep. I'm done. <laughs> All right, Cap. Uh, so we all love Ted Lasso. Not sure where you land on this actually, Clinton, if you've, if you've watched it. I haven't it. seen it yet, but I, I enjoy the universe because it seems to be making all of my friends very happy. Yes. So you will eventually, and if you don't know, the best character on the show is probably Roy Kent. Uh, oi. Yeah. Oi. Played by Brett Goldstein. Well, apparently, people are not sure that Roy Kent is real, as in <laughs> he's CGI, a robot. <laughs> There is a gigantic Reddit thread about it, and if one of the, if you go into Google searches and you look and you type in Roy Kent, Roy Kent CGI will come up in the top three. So, is this overrated or underrated? Thinking that Roy Kent is actually CGI. I'm going to say that is it me? Am I up? Yes, yes is you. I'm going to say that it's overrated to think that he's CGI. Now, I just want to tell you guys. Now, Clinton, you're not watching yet. You know Ted Lasso. But remember I told you guys that I thought that the Christmas episode wasn't so great? Well, because I went two episodes ahead of my girlfriend Rachel last night, she and I got together, and after these baseball games were over, I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that. After these baseball games were over, I watched the, the previous two episodes. So I watched the Christmas episode, and I watched the other one, the one I told you that made me cry. I was wrong about the Christmas episode. I must have been stuck in my phone, playing on Twitter, doing something. That Christmas episode was really good, and it had me hysterical laughing last night. So... I stand corrected on the Christmas episode, but I'm still going to tell you, Greg, that I think that this is completely overrated to think that he's not a real human being. Oi, I love the guy. He's a hilarious character. Is he really, is he British, do you know? Because if, if, yes. if he's not British and that's an accent from an actor, that's an amazing accent. He is British, but hold on. I'm not sure I understand what's going on here. People think that... Brett Goldstein is not an actual human being, or they think that the character he's playing is being played by a robot or the, CGI. That the the latter. The that, latter. Yes, that he what? is a character on the show that is is CGI'd. And people and and some people clearly think that it's him. I mean, to me, that's this is an obviously underrated CGI job. If they're getting away <laughs> with the fact that they might actually not have a person there, that's tremendous. You know what I mean? What's the actual beef? Even if that was real, I don't understand that. Because it's not the actual guy. And people actually think that some of the players in the background in, in the locker room are also CGI'd. Oh. That they're I mean, just that, like that... using less people. Oh, so there's, yeah, jobs are getting cut and so forth. Well, no, well, no. I mean, I don't think they're thinking about it that way. They're just like, you know, we're going to, to make it look bigger, we're going to throw in some of these. I guess Right. It is no, I get jobs. it. I'm saying they're being cheap, is what my point is, <laughs> and so, you know, <laughs> right. relatively. But no, that's cool, man. If you can get away with that. Listen. If I could have a CGI person show up to do half the things that I did not want to do during a day-to-day basis, sign me up. I'd do it every time. I just think it's funny that people are like looking at this going, you know, I don't know that I think it's real. I think it's CGI'd. I think I'm going to go to Reddit and have a whole conversation about it. I mean, like, really, you watching it like that? Like, I'm just watching it and having a good time and laughing. Not really thinking about it from that perspective. Well, that's what it should be, but there are people out there saying that it's too nice and it's not. There's not enough drama in it, or whatever Reddit, it happens to Reddit be. Is so real, I mean, bro. it's just it's just stop. Just enjoy. No life and our trolls. Right, and just be happy. Like it's a happy making show. Be happy. Yeah, but you know what? There's there's no happy in social media. People are just nasty, rude. They have terrible things to say. They're always trying to tear everybody down. What's wrong with you people? What's going on with you guys? You guys need a couch? You guys need to sit down and talk about it? I'm here. We can talk. Rude. I like nasty. my social media followers. 
I've, I've, I've cultivated a nice following. I make people be nice to me or else I block them. That's what I do. <laughs> it's pretty Very simple. Nice. Pretty simple. All right, we got time for one more. Uh, we'll go to Clinton. I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. NFL or NBA? NBA, every time. Okay. Let's add Joel Embiid into the discussion about talking to fans. Joel went to Twitter this morning to get some things off his chest, mostly about his relationship with Ben Simmons, saying, I haven't forgotten, but two years ago, I got booed. People in Philly wanted me to be traded. I even shushed them. Only the real ones didn't, but I just put the work in that offseason to be better because I knew I wasn't playing up to my potential. Philly fans, y'all also got to be better. Is this overrated or underrated? I think this is uh, this is tough today because of what happened with Javi Baez in the last couple of days in which this direct thing was addressed. And guess what? Javi played better in both games of the day. And guess what's happened in the last two years with Joel Embiid? Oh, he's played better. This is why in some markets I don't really think that the notion that fans should shut up even makes sense from the players. Clearly, it's a motivator. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think that – look – what we learned, I think what we've learned in the past year, and as an aside, I was watching the Mets game yesterday, the early game. I told you about this on SNY, and they spent a whole, like, two innings talking about this, that, like, between the pandemic, between the way social media works these days, referring to what you were saying, Kaplan, and between the fact that, like, the media access hasn't been the same, a lot of guys on sports teams are far more isolated than they were, even though they are already living extremely isolated lives. And you can tell how it's affecting a lot of people in terms of how they interact and so forth, so... You know, we wish everybody the best. But, yeah, you might want to listen to fans every once in a while, you know, because they're the ones showing up. I like it when de- when fans demand excellence and, and demand championships, and they're not going to always get what their demands are. But I can tell you this right now, having lived in San Diego for 20 years, people pitied the Padres, pitied them. Oh, they're just the cute little Padres. They don't have enough money. They can't keep up with the Dodgers. People pitied them, so therefore they didn't demand anything from them. And that whole attitude has changed. I wished that that fan base, the Padre fan base, was more like the Dodger fan base because the Dodger fan base expects and demands. And so in Philadelphia, they're that way too. So I don't have a big problem with it. So to me, the story is underrated. How about that? I would have taken the NFL story. What was it, by the way? Oh, the NFL story? I can save it for Big Deal, No Deal, possibly. But it was about uh, CBS and the Nickelodeon game. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll get to it then later on. All right, stick around because we want to get back to what happened last night with the Dodgers and what's going to happen tonight and this half-game lead that San Francisco now, I wouldn't say is enjoying, but is probably fretting as the, the Dodgers are really on their heels. We'll get back to what the Dodgers got going on. Stick around. I'm actually really excited to hear Max Kellerman join that show with Keyshawn. Because, Clinton, last week you and I were sitting there at the Hollywood Park Casino, and I asked Keyshawn about it, and he definitely did not seem like, yeah, I'm stoked, this is going to be awesome. In fact, he kind of seemed like, I haven't spoken to him yet, I'm not really sure yet, and I'm not I'm not really positive I'm going to let him be part of it. I mean, that's kind of the way he was joking around about it, but seriously, I, I did not get the sense from Keyshawn that he was absolutely ecstatic about the concept so i can't wait to hear that show come monday or tuesday I think what i'm looking forward to most about the lineup is more sliwa i mean what are we talking about here you know what i'm saying we get stretched out slee three hours he gets to get up a little later so he gets to get into his groove a little bit more oh this is fantastic so happy about that yeah i'm happy about it too man i uh 
I have been with Sliwa for about probably 16, 17 years when he was first stepping his way into this business, trying to get in as an account executive and doing some sales down in San Diego. And I said to him, all right, Slee, what do you want to do? And he said, Cap, I want to move to L.A. I want to work around the Lakers. I'm going to go work at 710 and worked as an account executive and a sales guy at this radio station for years till he finally got his big break, got himself on the air for Laker talk. And now look at him. He's a superstar, Clinton. He's got banners, electronic banners all over SoFi Stadium with his mug all over the place. He deserves them, man. Guy, more, guy knows more about the Lakers than pretty much anybody I know. So happy for him. They're happy all for right. both of those guys. They do a great show. They talk about food and they talk to dude that show is hilarious i just want everybody to know that like I'm not, this one is a great one obviously but i listen to travis and sliwa on my own volition all the time just because <laughs> it's something i do <laughs> hey um i know we're going to get back to the dodgers but can i just say one thing this is the life of a football junkie i'm qualified as such that on a wednesday afternoon if espn is playing university of alabama birmingham against jacksonville state I will watch that football game, Clinton Yates. The Blazers. They got great helmets. They're a great uni school, the UAB Blazers. Good football story, too, because they took that team away, and then they right. gave it back. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, Clinton, last night, mm -hmm. the Dodgers are playing, right? And um, people are buzzing around about it because, you know, they're down early, and uh, who know are they going to come back? And, and But there's a point in the game where Mookie Betts makes this spectacular play in the outfield. And then that's when you seemed to go to Twitter to play a game with everybody. Can you explain what So for what all play? those who don't know, obviously I'm a big baseball guy, but I also used to coach baseball, and I follow a lot of youth baseball as well. So like the, the games are one thing in terms of like pennant races and stuff, but pretty much every night in Major League Baseball you're going to see a play that's going to tell you, oh – that was fantastic. And so, obviously, as a journalist, you know, the usage of words is very important to me. So, me and my buddy, Jake, I talk about him all the time on this show from Cespedes BBQ. If you don't follow that Twitter account and you claim to be a baseball fan, I don't know what you're doing. He's the same guy that when we went to Denver for the All-Star game, we organized a game of catch with all of our friends. And, like, 20 people showed up. It was awesome. Anyway, we play this game all the time called Snag, Grab, or Stab, where once you see a catch and once you see a play being made in the field – What's the first thing that comes to your mind in terms of how you would define it? Again, A, snag, B, grab, or C, stab. Now, I've asked this question a million times to people in real life. I happened to tweet it yesterday for Mookie's, what I call the grab. And, Greg, I mean, first of all, everybody played. It was a great time. I love that. But people got really, really intense with their definitions of what these different things are supposed to be. So my first question to you, birthday man. I guess you're still a birthday boy because you're not 40 yet. But was I'm this not a, a man. You're not, not a 40. Man. Nope, Clinton's Is, a man. Was this He's a 40. snag, grab, or a stab to you, Greg? And please explain it, and we will go around the horn. See what I did there? So yeah, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, my first reaction when I saw that play, I was like, oh, what a grab. So I definitely am right. in the grab situation here because when he goes across, he is grabbing it from going over the, over the fence. That right. is a grab to me. That's, that's kind of where I am, too. Scott, where are you at? Snag. I'm a snag guy. Um, it was a great play by Mookie. He's running and running and gets to the wall. And the thing is, is that he doesn't have to go up and jump and leap over the wall to, to grab it. But rather, because the wall is a short wall, he's able to just snag it. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. Laura? I am a grab person. <laughs> 
sorry, Scott. I, it's okay. I well, hold on. Listen, here's the deal. This <laughs> We're is not, not going against and, anyone. This is the right, deal. I, I know, know, have everybody I know we like to do this on the show sometimes. This is not a debate. It's just a question. You know what I'm saying? And, and furthermore, yeah, furthermore, <laughs> the thing about the cool part of the game is that, like, it makes you think about what you think about when you watch the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's because it, it changes. All the time. Like, I'm not going to call every play a snag just because I happen to like the word more. That's stupid. You know what I mean? But I know that, like, for example, later in the day, um, Lou Bob, Luis Roberto, Robert, he had a great play uh, in against the A's. To me, that was a snag. You know what I'm saying? It changes from catch to catch. So if you're out there with your friends, kiddos, and you see a great play, snag, grab, or stab. Fun okay, game to play. So there was another play in that game. I don't know if you saw it or what, but there was mm-hmm. a play where, Freddie, where Cody Bellinger – Hit a hot shot to Freddie Freeman, and he and he stabbed at it. It was a right. stab and grab, like he was. A, it was a full on. So yeah, it was a stab. So it was that a first stab place. and grab. No, no, no. It was a well, stab. It, it was, was a stab. This was, this was a stab in the situation. Yes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, like for example, you can see a diving stab on the outfield. Yep. It happens all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just an interesting sort of vocabulary and fun with baseball that I like to share with the people. This is the yeah, kind I of saw, fun I'm having on social media. Scott. I saw Cody Bellinger. Yeah, yeah. I saw Cody <laughs> Bellinger on Instagram. And he, you know the game, it was a couple, probably about three or four games ago, where he's running towards right center, and he's got to put his arm up in the air, and he's at full speed, and he, and he goes up and makes this incredible grab. Like, to me, that's a grab, yeah. you know? And if you looked at Cody Bellinger's Instagram, he's got, like, four different slides where he's taking off, he's running, his arm is up, and then he finally grabs it. To me, that was a grab. But for me, Mookie last night, snag. I okay. went snag. There are other words that are in the lexicon that we like to throw in there but don't really work for the purpose of the game as much. Snatch is there, and snare is another one. So oh, snare is a good one. If you expand to five, you've got a nice little set there of words that all, you know, kind of are in the same, same wheelhouse. I love it. You throw in snatch and snare. I like snare. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, the, the idea is that grab, snag, or grab. I mean, you know, th- those it kind of rhymes. It sounds like an actual game show. That's the idea. The uh, <laughs> F, Mary kill sort of element. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But that's that's where that comes from. But, yeah, <laughs> snare is a great word. It, it, a snare is a great play as well. If I've come to use the word snare to describe somebody's hauling it in, that was a definite weapon. So we had three grabs and one snag on Mookie's play last night. Is that right? Um, I, to me, two grabs. Yeah, three grabs. Yeah, three grabs grab. and a snag. Yeah. Nice grab. Yeah. Okay, not too bad. Yeah, it's a fun. One game. one great play. I'll tell you that right now. What a yeah. game he had last night. What a game. And you know, going back two nights ago when it was his bobblehead night, his mom threw out the first pitch, and then he blows the kiss. And then for for Mookie to not just make this incredible grab or snag. Um, and then to have this you know, great base running from first to home, even though there wasn't even a play at home, still him diving head first was amazing. And then the home run, and the home run actually came earlier, but two nights in a row with solo home runs to the exact same part of the park. I mean, what he is on fire, fresh off the IL. So. Well, he really is, and the reason why this matters is because they need him. You know what I mean? This is not just a matter of highlights and us talking junk about snags and grabs. Like The production that Mookie provides, the leadership that he provides – the morale that he provides is something this team needs, not just to get out of the slump in terms of catching the Giants, but something they're going to need if they plan on making a run to the World Series because you're not just going to win if that guy's not at full force. That's why the team is so good because one of the best players in the bigs, when he's at the top of his game, he really runs that engine. I mean, he really is the engine that makes them go, and it's good to see him getting back to form. All right, we'll get back into it coming up, but next, Laura's got what you need to know. What do we need to know? We'll all find out together next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.